Remaining listeners who've stuck it out through a long, exciting, confusing year. Welcome to the Football Professors. Tom Barzak here with a still, still good here. mood, Michael. Yeah, yeah, dare I say? Mood, yeah. I, why, I, you're, it's kind of creepy uh, yeah, Super Bowl, that you're this Super happy Bowl right week. now. This I'm is why excited. you're happy? Yeah, this is going to be great. I think it's going to be a great game. Great Super Bowl. Listen, I'll, any reason that you're happy, I'll take it. Okay. Uh, it's just I'm always happy when surprising. I'm with you, baby. Why are you, you know? throwing papers at I thought you needed that. Um, also, the man behind the glass, Dylan O'Neill. Hey, don't mind me if I'm a little distracted today, because I'm looking out the only open window in my classroom, and I do see some type of precipitation beginning. So it's not happening. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah, it might, this show might seem a little bit rushed, so if it does, <laughs> hopefully you can understand with the weather event taking place later today, the time is of the essence. Do you wanna, maybe you should go do, do your other podcast, too. Well, we can work it in here. I mean, I, it, you know what? We'll talk I, quickly about, about the weather if you want. It's just, the listeners? Yeah, the the listeners, listeners, I should say, uh, roundly rejected that, which is fine. That's you know, the Nielsen ratings yeah. were way down. Do they still do Nielsen They do, ratings? they do. Nielsen uh, family, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so uh, people are on their own now. Gotcha. Yeah, but my concern is don't don't ask about the weather. Then if you don't, if you're not gonna be involved, you're not gonna support the Chronicles. Don't ask for how many inches, <laughs> the whole thing. You know what? Fine. You don't want information. You don't get information. But that's about it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, I think you're right. All right. So so let's start off. We got Super Bowl week. Big week. I think it's going to be, or hopefully, it's going to be a really exciting Super Bowl. I think it is. I really hope so. Um, back and forth, hopefully, lots of points, lots of fun. That would be great. Uh, but let's yeah. do a preview first. So we're going to do uh, first. We're going to talk about memories, Super Bowl memories, uh, and get into you know a little emotional, the emotional side of Mike Hall first, <laughs> which is kind of scary. But we're going to go there anyway. Um, and let's talk about Super Bowl first for the Giants, obviously, and then we'll do Bucks for bars, and then we'll talk about in general. Uh, your most memorable Super Bowl besides the ones that your team's played in? All right, so uh, I, I think for me, of the four Super Bowls, the Giants won, of the five, you know, the five they've been in for, they've won. I think for me, the most memorable is probably the, the Super Bowl 25. I think just the, um, you know, I was 15 years old, you know, it's, it was a special time in, in Giants history. I think. You know, you, you throw in there the uh, the events going on around the world at that time. Um, it was it was incredible, and, and just them winning that game against that Buffalo offense that were just so highly, just so high powered. They were favored to win that by more than a touchdown, I think, that Super Bowl. Um, and the Giants just they they dominated the play clock. They dominated the time of possession. They um, put together a great game plan. And, I don't know, I just, uh, to me, even though the, all four of them are special, it's like saying which one of my kids do I love the best, it's kind of hard to pick one out. I got to go with Super Bowl twenty five for me. Which of, the, which of the Buccaneers championships are you most... Uh, you know, how much, well, we said we're on a rush schedule today, <laughs> yeah. so I guess I'll just, I'll just pick the one where they, they beat the Raiders 48-21. Uh, right. Uh, one of the more dominating defensive performances in Super Bowl history. And really capped off the season. I think that win put them in that group of one of the best 
defense is, uh, you know, I say of all time, but again, we always say like from 84 on. Because right. I feel like that's when I can legitimately say I've been a student of the game, if you will. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that was just something I never thought I would see uh, with all those just awful buck years of suffering and humiliation to see it happen. It was almost one of those like surreal yeah. experiences. And uh, I would put it right up there with my kids being born. Well, I guess maybe that, that might be a bit much. No, that's okay. Yeah. I think that's well, okay. They don't really listen to this yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. so well, considering say. you've had many more years of, of suffering, <laughs> another, another Super Bowl my is, is going to happen. Well, in, in, oh, general, oh, in general. Sorry. I, another yeah. buck Super Bowl is definitely I, on the docket for the near future, I think. <laughs> Because you've had some, some rough ones, but, you know, things turn around a little bit, at least for you. So let's talk about, besides, obviously, the ones that your teams are in, the mm-hmm. most memorable Super Bowl in general. I think for me is the first one I watched. Um, and that would go back to 1983 with the... God, you're old. I know. <laughs> Sorry. With the, uh, were the Oakland or L.A. Raiders at the time against the Washington Redskins, right? And it was the yeah. one with that unbelievable run Marcus by Marcus Allen. Allen. And, and, you know, I, I guess I've realized now... Now that I'm older, it's funny when you go back and watch these games when you're older and you see football totally differently than you did then. You know, that mm-hmm. was like a superhero, you know, effort by Marcus Allen. And then you see how, like, his career ended and how that was really one of the very few shining moments of his career. Um, but I think for me that was the first real memorable, um, first Super Bowl that I really remember. So for me it's a little bit special, you know. Yeah. No doubt. Um, I mean, how old do you boys when? when I, I actually do remember watching that because my dad is a Redskin fan and my brother's a Raider fan. So I, I do remember that game being on. I was only five um, mm-hmm. at the time, but I, I remember that being on. In terms of the first one I remember watching, it was the the '85 Bears because my other brother is a big Bear fan and yeah. uh, they're they're trouncing. But I guess one the first memorable one would probably be that Niner one against the Bengals with oh, uh, that was the, great. the great drive at the end. Yep. Only because like every Super Bowl I had watched up to that point was a, it was blowout. a blowout. Yeah. I mean right. I'm talking teams winning by forty points. Yep. You know, and then that one it comes down to the end. Montana leads that great drive and the yeah. touchdown to Taylor at the end. You know, so for me, I don't know, the memorable ones are the ones that are those close right last minute type drives and that right. was really the first one of those that I had seen. What do you um, think is the most forgettable? Since 1984, let's say. Most forget. Well, I guess it would be hard to remember then. <laughs> yeah. But like the one that you would just be like, well, that, that was a, that this was thing a, on today. That was, a, that was a bad. That was a bad game. You know, let's just forget about that game. Like that's uh, the uh, the Steelers Seahawks one. Yeah. Was was uh, not a good game. It was marred by poor officiating, right? That one. You know, and then you know some of the blowouts. Yeah. I don't know. That, the Chicago-Indianapolis one was really oh, it was a bore that fest. Was bad, yeah, in the rain and all that. But. And it was weird. It was Manning's first Super Bowl, but really it was their defense played really well yes. that game, and then they ran the ball down the Bears' throat right. that game. But, that's right. You know, that's you know, the great thing about Super Bowls. You know, it's, it, it gives us something what? to measure each year by. And Even the, the giant one where they beat the 18-0 Pats, I thought because of everything right. that was on the line, and again, it came down to the last – Minute drive. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought that was kind of a memorable right. Super Bowl because of all the storylines involved. Right. I know you don't want to get Brady. No, credit. you know I think it's important though that we think about some of the storylines involved with the Patriots as we start to look at this mm-hmm. year's Super Bowl. Um, and there, there's a couple of things when I was putting together a little bit of research for the show. I can't well, it must be nice to do research for the show. I thought it was interesting. Handed show notes thirty seconds um, before the go to air. The uh, well, you know. 
I'm like a sponge, man. I'm I'm, I'm always soaking up information. Well, you're, you're like a lot of things. <laughs> That's come great. To mind, but. but the you know the Patriots, so they've won four Super Bowls, right? Mm-hmm. None of their four Super Bowls have they won by more than four points, and and, and that to me is it's pretty significant. That a they've been there before in a close game, you know, and they meaning really just Belichick, Brady, and a handful of others, but. You know, your coach has been there before in a close game. He's not going to get frazzled by that, obviously. And and the other thing is, in their two losses, not only did it come down at the end, but they had the ball with a chance to win, albeit with very little time left, right. especially in the second one, with very little time left. Um, you know, right at the end of the game. And I yeah. think that that's it's. It, I think it bodes for what what I am hoping for is going to be a very very close game this year. I think it's going to be a real exciting Super Bowl. What do you think, Doctor Boss? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good point about New England, and and I think that's going to be the biggest difference in this game. As impressive as Atlanta has been, I do think the Super Bowl is a different animal. Mm-hmm. And I think there are going to be, I think you wrote about some jitters maybe that Atlanta could have early right. on. You know, I don't know. I mean, it helps that their coach, you know, that Dan Quinn has been there with Seattle, you know, so he has experience recently in terms of being in a Super Bowl and winning. But uh, I think that experience factor is just going to be huge mm-hmm. for uh, Belichick and Brady and that and that team. Well, they're going to have to be able to handle that opening jitters thing. I think that that's the whole big deal. If they can't let it get away from them early on, and if they do... Hold on to that. I think it's going to be a better game, but we're going to see. That's going to be the, the most difficult part for him. What about Dan Quinn for Coach of the Year? I mean, uh, I think he's. I think it's if not a lock, it's got to be close to it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, he's turned that team around pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, if you remember last year, they got off to a great start, right? And then they kind of fell off down the stretch, but um, but he's brought them a long way and changed, you know, you hear that term, culture. change the culture of the yeah. team, and I think he's done that pretty quickly. I think his Seattle experience kind of helped. Mm-hmm. He brought some of that toughness in, uh, it, to the team. So, yeah, yeah he, he would get my vote if I had one. And I, I think know. it's interesting how, the, how his experience in Seattle is really mirroring um, Shanahan's experience. Now, he's going to go be a head coach. You know, in, it looks like in San Francisco. Yeah. So, you know, how does he turn that franchise around? Is it going to be kind of mirroring what, you know, what... Um, does it become one of these coaching what Dan trees Quinn has done. that yeah. you see a lot, yeah. you know, from well, guys like Tony Dungy and Belichick and Parcells, sure. Yeah. Speaking of coaches, what does a coach do in the week leading up to the Super Bowl as far as routine? Do they keep the consistent, what they've done in the past, or because there's so many distractions with the Super Bowl, do they, do they limit the players more? Do you want to let them be themselves? It's definitely a difficult decision. I think partially you got to look at your team in yeah, general. That's what I, you know, that's what I would say. Figure out. And again, I think that helps the, the Patriots mm-hmm. with, with being there. And this is like old hat to them now. I mean, right. this is their seventh Super Bowl, right? In the yeah. last, oh geez, math, fifteen years. Yeah, that's sixteen years. I mean, that's incredible. They know what they're doing. They have it down to the science. Week, yeah. And they, they, it's a business trip for them. I think for Atlanta, you're gonna have to struggle with a little more of that. You know, a young coach. Relatively young team. I, I I can't think of anybody on the Atlanta team that's already played in the Super Bowl. You know, I'm not even sure. That's something we'd have to go look up. But you know, it's all going to be new for them. So mm-hmm. it's uh, to me, if I'm the coach in that situation, you know, if you have all these guys, it's going to be a totally new experience for them. Try to keep it as normal as possible. Yeah. I I think I remember Tom Coughlin talking about that in his uh, football life. 
uh, show about how the second Super Bowl that he uh, coached the Giants through a championship in, he um, did everything he, did no, everything he no, could I can't. I can't. to okay. act as if it was just another Sunday game. You know, it was mm-hmm. all just the same routine. The, the, times, the time of the kickoff was just a little bit later, and that was it. Yeah. That AOV, number five, was... You need to not always be able to bring back. No, I but it was say, never really established. Just, the AOB, right? So it yeah, was kind right, of just right, floating right. around. But I also, I, I think you know, I think it was an interesting tidbit of information. No, it is. That had it been is. there twice it in is. a couple of years. It is. I'm and, yeah. cranky today. So, so you yeah, obviously yeah. are. Yeah. Tommy from Manorville saw it this he, morning he at five a.m. You saw the crankiness. So, so if you're going to do the same routine, so the Patriots deflate the balls on Saturday morning, or is that like a Sunday night thing? No, they steal the offensive coordinator's ball. We have snowflakes. We have precipitation. There he is. He's wow. happy now. Did right. you see that? It's coming down. Did you see that Shanahan's backpack was missing during media day yesterday? No. You didn't hear about this. With the Atlanta game plan in it, apparently some reporter picked it up by mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the reporter works for like the Boston Globe or something like that. It and, just you know, happens to be. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I feel like, you know, Brady. With that Super Bowl win over the Seahawks, which was the next week after the whole deflate game yeah, right. controversy, I mean that was against. I mean the Seattle defense that was about to be a back-to-back Super Bowl wins for them, and right. I think that defense. You could make the argument it's already certainly in the top five or so of the last you know thirty years. Uh-huh. They had a chance to make the argument that they could be the best. Right, because they would have done something that yes, the yeah, they could have, yeah, could have been special. The, the 2000 uh, Ravens, Ravens they didn't yeah. do, and yeah. Brady it could have been special. To right. a two touchdown deficit in the fourth quarter to lead two drives. I, I, Look, I think uh, you he know, put the they, gate to rest right there. Yeah, I don't think it matters. that game against no, Indianapolis just, it didn't matter. They they were they, they the game was like 45 minutes out of hand, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, that had nothing to do with the ball. It's whatever. That was great. In the second half, the after they changed the balls, he threw for like four, four more <laughs> yeah, touchdowns. Yeah. Like, that was the greatest yeah. part. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. You know what? The truth is, they're winners, man, and they, yep. and they win, and that's it. Uh, all right, boss. So we're gonna do your all-time team. We're gonna do a little fantasy. Your all-time team. Okay. Um, so, so what do we got? I guess I'll start uh, defensively. I actually have the same defensive line as Mike. All right. Uh, I you think go. you know Bruce Smith and Reggie White. I think you can make a case that Reggie White is, other than LT, probably the best defender I've ever seen in his ability to single-handedly change the game. And as a guy that you had a game plan for and Super Bowl every he week. Had, they have three sacks against oh, the man. And That like, was towards the end of his two career, plays too. in a row, right? It's, he did that incredible. thing where yep. with one arm he throws the offensive yeah, tackle yeah. down. It's awesome. Against uh, Bledsoe. And then in the middle, I'm going to go with, with Randall and, and Sapp. Again, okay. I think we talked about that already last week. I think they revolutionized the defensive tackle position. Uh, where you know sap to get double digit sacks as a defensive tackle is oh it's special you know it didn't yeah. happen in the past no. so those guys changed that position linebackers obviously LT I think LT is one of the top five players of all time yeah I agree um, and revolutionized the game yep. you know now the other linebacker position I am going to go with Brooks and I know a lot of times people look at Brooks' stats and say, well, he didn't have a lot of sacks and this and that, but he played a completely different responsibility right. as a linebacker. You know, so I think with LT rushing on one side and Brooks and handling coverage, and coverage yeah. things like that. Middle linebacker, I know we talked last week. Uh, you have to put Ray Lewis on there. It's all right. I, you know, you you're know. obviously not too concerned about character. You're, maybe you're, <laughs> the, you're the Mike Tomlin of this uh, organization, but that's fine. Come on. I mean, the guy, aside, well, 
You want to talk about character? We did just mention LT, right? Right. <laughs> no, no comment on that. Let's relate uh, it back to the I, Giants. We'll talk about Lawrence know. Taylor's character. You're right. You're right. But LT didn't kill anybody. I mean, keep that we know of. Listen, I'm sure he's a great man. Um, and then in the secondary, um, going uh, Rod Woodson and Deion Sanders. Yeah, this is very similar yeah. to my team. Yeah, and I'm going to go uh, Ronnie Lott, and I'm going to go with a guy that's just been named general manager of the 49ers, okay. John Lynch, who okay. is on the ballot potentially could get into the Hall of Fame. He should be. Uh, He's, he deserves the Hall of Fame. One of the hardest hitters we've ever seen. Yeah, and I just think it would be great with how he played in the box so much right. and could defend the run and almost right. dare you to pass. So really the only difference between us defensively is you have Ray Lewis, you don't have Charles Woodson. Right. Right. And I don't okay. have uh, too many men on the field. Well yeah, but so. you know, I did I, I set up for different packages because, you know, I'm talking about strategy of football, but that's okay. Um in your offense. I know Brady. Well, we all know Brady's there. Yeah, love him, listen. So. I mean, especially now, if he goes and wins, and what I think he's going to win his fifth Super Bowl in his seventh trip there, with I mean, who has he played with offensively? Even on this team other right than, other now. Other than Moss. Yeah, sure. Know. A bunch of short white guys in the spot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dion Branch. Really like, Dion Branch. Yeah, I don't know. I know. No. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not fighting okay. that. Right. I mean, he's ha- he is an fight. incredible, incredible quarterback. I just, I just still feel like Montana is... Yeah, you know, I, listen, I understand the Montana thing. I guess you, you tend to forget about these guys a little bit as time goes on. But he was incredible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just think that he was a part of... A great offense. Yes, and a different era where there wasn't as much competition from other teams, but you can make the argument defensively guys could play defense play, back yeah. then. Yeah. All right, uh, running backs, I'm going Barry Sanders. Okay. And then I'm going to go Walter Payton as well. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go with the two-back approach. See, we're not that far off. You know, you know if I was going with a straight, I'm not going to ask someone to play fullback okay. that doesn't play fullback but the best full pure fullback of all yeah. time I know it's a position that's sort of obsolete now I, I, I would I, say Daryl Johnson okay good right you know, I, I, thought, he was, I right thought he was going I thought he no was you going know what because Mike Allstott was more of a hybrid yeah. I mean he was really um, a halfback in a fullback's body I was he thinking really, Johnston also when I was thinking that way but I was also thinking about Rathman okay Tom Rathman know, yeah. yeah I think he was a special player also you know, it's remember those battles he would have with who was that linebacker on the Broncos, the crazy guy, Romanowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Was, those are some great battles. Um, but yeah, it's weird. The fullback position doesn't. Yeah. It's, you know, it's giant like now. a well, some teams. I wouldn't name names, but some teams don't even carry a fullback anymore in their roster. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just the shotgun. What team? Is that? Uh, I don't know. No, okay. they is there a speech you want to write? Communism or something. And then uh, tight end, I'm going Tony Gonzalez. Gotcha. And wide receiver Jerry Rice. And I tell you, I was really torn about my second receiver. I didn't take three like you. I guess I'm going to go Randy Moss. Although okay. a part of his career really bothers me that. He was a guy that took off a lot of plays, mm-hmm. and when he wasn't happy, he he did oh, run yeah. routes. Yeah, he didn't block, you know. But yeah, he I has just, no character. His players have no character. But I just you know think good. his talent, like, you know, I guess like the, the penal league. It sets it's <laughs> it sets him apart. So I would put him as number two. An incredible talent. I just wish he would have played the way he did with the Patriots those two years. His whole career, I think. Right. Then it would have been a no doubter. Oh yeah, his years with the Raiders are 
a joke. They're forgettable. You know, yeah. but I guess a lot of guys can say that. So. All right, we, we did want to mention a couple more things about the Super Bowl. I just want to jump in because I know we did this last year. But let, let's rehash this because this is my favorite part about the Super Bowl. Favorite Super Bowl food. Like, what, what, are, we, what are we having this year? Are we going back to spices? I know Mike was talking a little... Some I think we're going to order in some hurricane. Uh, we got to work on that. Okay. Uh, setting that up. So, um, you know, it's just I, yeah, I, love, I love the apps. I love the apps. Yeah, any type of wings. I'd love to get a variety of wings going this year. Yep. Good. Um, Sample stuff. stuff. Sounds good. All right, so we got to do our, our Super Bowl picks, and we got to pick the score. So let's do the Super Bowl picks and, and get the score going. Right. I'm going to go New England, 34 Atlanta twenty. Wow. I'm um, going less uh, lower scoring. I'm going New England twenty four, Atlanta twenty one. Okay. Um, no, I, no Atlanta winning by four touchdowns prediction. You got no, I think I think New England. I think New England's going to win. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think New England's going to win on a on a last drive touchdown or or field goal. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, it's an interesting point you brought up. All six of their Super Bowls were came down right. to came basically down field goal, yeah. almost in every single one of them. So yeah. that's interesting. But so uh, yeah, I think twenty four twenty one New England. I think it's going to be low scoring, and I think that because you know one of the things that we had on here is who do we think is going to be the most influential under the radar player? I think it's going to be Blunt. I think that the game plan is going to be to slow things down. You know, three yards in a cloud of dust. Take a, a nine-minute drive here and there, you know. And I wouldn't be surprised to see one of those, you know, where he kind of throws us for a loop. They win the, the toss and they elect to receive. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if he has like a if he wants to get a long, slow, methodical drive to start the game. That's interesting. Well, he should be fresh because he they really haven't used right. him much the last right. few weeks. I don't know. I think towards the end of the game he could play a bigger role. But I, I think they're going to come out and say this is this is what we do. We're going to spread you out. The way we did to the Steelers, and Brady's gonna just pick you gonna, apart. Gonna try and pick you apart. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, hopefully for that for their uh, sake, Atlanta decides to play defense because Pittsburgh didn't. Yeah, you know, Pittsburgh mm-hmm. stayed back in a cover two the whole time. No, no rush at all on Brady. Yeah. I, I think Atlanta. You know, they're gonna try to get after him. Um, and I think that they, I think with Beasley, I think they could. I think they can get to the quarterback. So I, I don't know. I, I just I'm excited for this one. I think it's gonna be a great game. Yeah, I mean, I could see one of these new and these New England receivers. I mean, I know it was Hogan last time. I could see him mm-hmm. showing up big here, uh, or Dion Lewis, you know, creating some matchup problems right, for right. them out of the backfield. It's gonna be ultimately, I, Brady. Uh, to me, it'll be a Brady MVP, and um, yeah, as usual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as usual. But you know, I think honestly, we got to appreciate it because you know our kids probably won't see. A team go to that many Super Bowls and a team with a coach and a quarterback that has such a great relationship where they can go so many years. I mean, I was saying to somebody, one of my kids the other day in class, I was like, look at Peyton's arm toward the end of his career and how he couldn't throw. And look at Brady's arm. Brady is taking care of himself like no one has ever done. He doesn't take the beating either. He never really, you know, I mean, aside from the injury season. He never really takes too much of a beating, and, right. and the times where you have seen him, that's where he struggles a little bit. Oh, sure. So against the Giants in those two Super Bowls, where the pass rush got to. right, right. You know, yeah, Manning. I mean, God bless him, but I mean, he, I mean, his best play uh, yes. towards those final games was to get on the ground. Right. Yeah. They, they didn't touch yeah. me. Now you get yeah. up and yeah. throw. I mean, you that know, was bad. too it many was, Papa was Johns. Bad. He wasn't and on Brady, the Giselle diet. Brady is, yeah. is as sharp as ever, Brady and you know, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, you look. At, I don't follow the NBA much now, but there's there's what maybe four teams that could have a legitimate shot at winning. Right. Now they create these super teams in the NBA. The NFL, it's wide open. You really feel like your team has a shot. Yeah, every single year. Every year, and yet this team. Yeah, they're always there. He's always there. Right. That's that's impressive. Right. Hate it, love them or hate them, it's impressive. And uh, no, I don't think the halftime show is entertaining. There's only been yeah. one in the last 15 years. I don't years know who's been. performing. Lady Gaga, Lady some Gaga. crap. Who knows? Uh, look, I'm supposed to say hi to Cassidy. Hi, Cassidy. She listens in the car with me, so she asked if I could say hi to her on this one. How you doing? Cassidy, you can send us some questions to ask your dad on the air. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll make sure he answers them, especially if they're about Yoda. Your dad's a wonderful man and uh, always a smile on his face. That's right. So hey, you know what, Cassidy? Nice. Hopefully you're going to go home early today because well, it, it is pretty right, bad out there. you got to get going because this, I, that, that <laughs> flake that was up there 20 minutes ago is now on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's getting crazy here. Lap cancellation! <laughs> Free <laughs> afternoon for Get him home! <laughs> Keep him safe, people. They don't eat. They don't.